Hey there, you truth seekers, freedom fighters, defenders of liberty, deplorables, lizard people, bloodthirsty, insurrectionists, election deniers, conspiracy theorists, and mega, ultra, mega extremist Republicans. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. We are unindoctrinated, unvaccinated, unrestrained, unashamed, unrelenting, unapologetic, and unafraid. We are totally organic and non-GMO. On Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. You can check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to, free, uh, to, to replays of any of my shows on that site, as well as some interesting articles that I post there. And if you miss the show and you want to listen to replays of this show or any of the other previous shows, you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. If you want to email me your questions and comments or get started advertising, you can email me at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. So I have a really great uh, couple of people in the studio with me today, and we have just a really, really packed show. I really doubt if we'll get to everything, but we will try. I've been thinking a little bit about how the powers that be have been trying to disarm all of us. Now, not just from the aspect of trying to take away our, our, our guns, which we know they're trying to do that, they've been doing that, but they've been trying to disarm us through fear. They've been trying to scare people so bad that they, they don't want to hear anything, they don't want to watch anything, they don't want to listen to me, that's for certain. So desperate people do desperate things. Many of you may decide to take a pass on the stories of these crazy people who kill their neighbors, shoot others on the roadway for no real reason, shoot themselves, use a vehicle to drive through a crowd of people, or beat their children to death that is happening in greater numbers in this nation every single day. Our news feeds are filled with these kinds of stories. I don't blame you for choosing to be in a state of denial because it's depressing. The problem is that our poor excuse for leadership in this country either does not understand the repercussions of reaping hardships upon a population of gun owners, or I'm more inclined to believe that many are purposely trying to cause this insane increase in death and destruction. Guns are not the problem, but desperate and angry people with guns are the problem. Any person who's hungry enough will resort to thievery. Every single one of us is capable of almost anything if pushed to the limit. Believe it or not, $5 per gallon of gasoline can cause death and murder. People with barely enough to eat could care less about a possible 3-degree temperature increase that might happen in 12 years. Desperation can and will make crazy criminals of us all. The baser instincts of survival override all other emotions and trivialities. Every year on Black Friday, we get a glimpse of the kind of behavior that causes people to be crushed to death and assaulted. The day after Thanksgiving, people get up before daylight, stand in line, and shove their way through a crowd to get the best deals. And these people aren't even hungry. 
People climb all over each other for cheap electronics. Fist fights erupt over vegetable steamers. People are ready to throw down and do battle for crappy sale price bath towels and fl flat screen TVs. Imagine these same people if they were in a situation in which they and their families were dealing with starvation. If they're stampeding simply to get a sale on things like vegetable steamers and flat screen TVs that they don't really need to survive, their inhibitions are loosened because those around them are behaving in the same way. Let's look at the psychology of this. People can just buy pretty much anything when they or their children are starving. And I can understand that to a large degree, who could stand to watch their baby suffering? But if someone can devolve to the, to the above degree just because everyone else is doing it, the chaos we saw above is only a tiny sample of what could come if people were truly hungry. The line between civilization and this is very thin. This is the reason Jesus often fed those who came to listen to his messages, because physically hungry people are unable to listen to the message. Most of the movies we watch and books that we read these days are negative. Who wants to spend $20 on a movie that leaves you feeling more depressed than when you came to watch it? I enjoy going to the movie theater. And I've personally been to a movie in which only me and a couple of other people were in attendance. Our news is typically about 95% negative. Because I guess the news outlets believe that bad news sells. Reminds me of a John Henley song. Don, Don Henley song? Yeah. In which uh, the bubble-headed bleach blonde comes on at five. with Talking about the plane crash with a gleam in her eyes. People love death and destruction. It makes, good, makes for good news. The good jobs have been shipped overseas to workers who are forced to work for $2 a day. All the while our job situation is getting worse and our prices for sustenance, food, is increasing dramatically. It's typical now to see a dozen eggs selling for about 4 bucks. I remember not long ago when you could get them for about a dollar or even less a dozen. That wasn't long ago, people. Think about this. Problem is, most people have really short memories, and the people that are doing to all of this to us know that, and they think you'll just forget. But no, I remember when eggs were less than a dollar a dozen. Just so you know, this is close to a 400% inflation rate increase for eggs. Yet the purveyors of lies tell us inflation is less than 8%. For those on a fixed budget, this can be devastating. We have poisons in our water and food, and thanks to an evil experiment, we are seeing 24-year-olds keeling over with heart attacks. Just over the past couple days, we lost people in their 50s. We lost Diamond from Diamond and Silk. We lost Lisa Marie Presley, which was a proponent of the jab. Guess what she died of? A stroke, a heart attack, cardiac arrest, whatever the hell you want to call it. And there was a well-known supermodel that also died in her 50s. Unknown causes. We're going to hear that a lot. Unknown causes. 
if they aren't willing to admit that it was a stroke or a cardiac arrest or heart attack or whatever you want to call it, they're going to call it unknown causes. Or they're going to try to sweep it under the rug so you don't know about it. Many of us are losing family members and or friends, and most people refuse to see the actual cause of the problem. Now, you know, I call this uh, thing I'm talking about right now disarming America. And, yeah, I'm talking about uh, their efforts to take away our guns, but at the same time, they're also scaring people so bad that they surrender and just give up to anything. You know, I've even got a couple of close people to me that got the jab because they were threatened, they were coerced. And, you know, one of the people that's close to me in particular is so terrified by all of the stuff that's going on right now with the news that they do not watch the news. They don't read anything. They don't listen to me. They don't want to know. So they went to their doctor, and their doctor scared them into getting the jab because they don't know any better. They were ignorant to the facts, and the doctors themselves are also ignorant to the facts. I bet if you ask that same doctor, hey, doc, before you inject that into me, what exactly is in that shot? I bet most doctors have no idea. They're simply doing what they're told. They're following the herd. It's a real problem that we keep electing these same evil and or ignorant politicians who, while making your life a living hell, are busy becoming millionaires on a $200,000 a year salary. Does anybody wonder how they do that? Anybody asking that question? Not too many people are. I am. How do they become millionaires? I would really like to know how they invest their money and make that kind of profit, because I'd like to do it myself. There's never an excuse when we often make the wrong decisions. It's typically desperation that makes monsters of us all. Out of fear and ignorance, most people in this country allowed an experimental, untested injection to be put in their bodies without even asking the simple question, what's in it? How many people that submitted to this experiment are experiencing mild to serious adverse reactions? And many others are dying from a new phenomena which has been named sudden adult death syndrome. They actually came up with a name for this. This is not a new disease, as the criminals that have brought this plague upon us would like you to believe. It is the casualties we are just now starting to see from this bioweapon that our government Big corporations and numerous ignorant, weak-minded people have forced upon the world, while greedy, immoral, power-hungry politicians and big pharmaceutical companies reap the profits of the carnage. I fear the casualties from this will become impossible to ignore during the year 2023, even for the left's accomplices in the media. You know, I, I told somebody not too long ago, that just was in complete denial over this. Oh, you know, people aren't dying from this jab. And, and I told this person that I know, I said, you know, you watch over the next year or so. They've been covering it up to this point. I mean, the truth of the matter is, like, athletes all over the world have been dropping dead. I mean, unless you're, like, subscribed to, like, OAN like I am, you're not seeing these videos of these people dropping dead, news reporters dropping dead, athletes dropping dead, just... Suddenly just fine, and then boom, they're down. They're dead. 
cardiac arrest. Knowing ourselves is not enough. It's time for us all to take action in our individual lives and, like myself, stop avoiding for tomorrow what needs to be done today. It's danger and desperation that is killing our humanity and creating a society of emotionally morbid, morbid, immoral, increasingly foolish, and dangerous people of us all. Guns are not the problem, but rather desperate and angry people are. As people become more desperate and violence escalates, the politicians and those ignorant to reality will blame it all on the tools of violence, not those that are actually wielding those tools. In an effort to gain even more power, there will be those that will try to turn one group of people against each other. And we're seeing that a lot. This is a very old divide-and-conquer tactic. I mean, we've seen this. We've seen it starting with Obama, especially. I remember where he started really trying to stoke the fires of racism, trying to make these claims that, oh, black people are so discriminated against. You know, I, I, I know a number of black people and myself, and, and they're doing just fine. They're not discriminated against at all. Now they're trying to divide the straight community against the gay community and they're trying and they're exposing people that are transgender that would probably rather just continue living in the shadows and just live their lives and be normal people no they're bringing them out too they're outing all of those people as well and now they're also trying to indoctrinate our children and tear up the family they can't stand the nuclear family look at back look back at history and what happened to the jews in nazi germany and many other socialist countries in which an evil government created desperation in order to gain more power over the people. Look at what happened to the unarmed population of people that the government deemed an enemy. Those that are bringing about our destruction will want to try to disarm those of us that are willing to fight back. And I'm proudly one of those people. And also the other two ladies I have in the studio with me today. So anyway, I have back in the studio with me today, I have Stella Padilla. She's my guest co-host, and I think she's probably going to become a permanent fixture around here. And I also have a former uh, candidate, Elisa Martinez. She's got a lot to say about all this stuff, too. Hey, everybody. How you all doing? Hi. Happy to be here. Yeah. Yes. Glad to have you back. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. Hey, Elisa, what's been going on with you lately? Well, you know, as you mentioned in your monologue, we have a lot of issues that we're fighting, not just at the state level, but uh, at the federal level. Uh, I'm excited to see House leadership, uh, Republican majority, and in, in what comes of that, and putting somewhat of a check on this power grab that we're all witnessing uh, you know, slowly destroy our country, our economy, uh, our border uh, security. Uh, and the list goes on. So, you know, it's. I think it's important that we have these discussion, discussions and that we're able to shed a light on what's really happening. So thank you again for the opportunity. You're welcome. I'm glad, glad you could be here. So uh, today we are actually recording the show on Friday the 13th. Are either one of you guys suspicious, uh, uh, you know, at all Oh, I kind of am. I, I watch out for the black cat still yeah. crossing the street, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think there is, you know, a spiritual battle that's going on a vicious and, one. and a lot of those symbols and, and symbolism has meaning to 
to the dark side, let's say, but I, I try not to give too much credence to that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of this stuff has to do with people, if you, if you believe something enough, it'll have an effect on you. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all a matter of belief. And if you say, ah, oh, that's, you know, me, it's like personally, Friday the 13th, it, it, it doesn't, you know, and that and things like walking under a ladder. I walk under a ladder all the time, you know. I do techie work when I'm not doing this kind of stuff. So it's like I've walked under a number of ladders. Well, and, and I think that, you, like you said, if you believe it long enough, I think if you hear it long enough, you hear it over and over and over, that's also what convinces you that it's the truth. If you just hear it enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I looked at a website uh, on history.com. I like that website. They got a lot of good stuff on there. And they uh, had some ideas about why is Friday the 13th unlucky? Now, according to biblical tradition, 13 guests attended the Last Supper held on Maundy, Mon- Maundy Thursday, including Jesus and his 12 apostles. The next day, of course, was Good Friday, the day of Jesus' crucifixion. The seating arrangement at the Last Supper is believed to have given rise to a long-standing Christian superstition that having 13 guests at a table was a bad omen. So I don't know, maybe that's where it came from. Well, I, again, I think there is significance to certain numbers and symbols, and but it, we also have, as believers of Christ, you have the authority to uh, you know, not be subject to you know, those curses or whatever would come with you know, let's say the number 666 or yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's see, um, 13th, uh, Friday the 13th in pop culture. We have the uh, Friday the 13th legend in particular, not just the number 13, occurred in 1907 with the publication of the novel Friday the 13th written by Thomas William Lawson. The book told of a story of a New York City stockbroker who plays on superstitions about the date to create chaos on Wall Street and make a killing on the market. And then, of course, we have the the movie uh, series Friday the 13th, the movies. Right. So are we not doing what we just said that we shouldn't, which is spending too much time talking <laughs> <laughs> about this? <laughs> That's more than I well, know about. you know, it's Friday the 13th. I have to talk Friday about the 13th. it. <laughs> Now, the other thing, too, on Friday the 13th, 1307, officers of King Philip IV of France arrested hundreds of Knights Templar, a powerful religious and military order formed in the 12th century in the defense of the Holy Land. So all kinds of bad things have happened on Friday the 13th to a number of people. (laughs) Great. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, um... As I touched on uh, in my monologue, these these unexplained deaths that are happening. Now, I talked about this a long time ago because I found, you know, if you have to really do some serious digging to find all of these people that are dying from the jab, especially like athletes around the world. And I actually listed off a whole list of them on one of my shows several months ago. And... And I back then, I said, you know, they're going to do their darndest to cover this up, but there are going to be famous people that are going to drop dead, and they're going to, it's going to be impossible to cover those up. And so what they've been doing, saying with a lot of these people, is saying it's unexplained. 
Right. Just like I think there is nuance in how these things are being reported, um, especially that we saw this play out initially when people were dying with COVID or of COVID or from COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Um, All of those terms were kind of conflated and thrown in together. Um, So so we'll never really know. You're right. Um, No. And I think it's, you know, we do have to be careful that it's from complications, Right, related yeah. to pot- a potential vaccine injury. Well, the complications are like they're all the same. It looks like they're all having like stroke or heart attacks. And they have a, a new word for it, the sudden adult death syndrome instead right. of the sudden infant death, you know. Right. Now people are dropping dead just Every week you're hearing about somebody so high young. They're so young. I mean, in between 20 and 29 having a heart attack, it, it's unbelievable. Well, and it's not just that. You're going to have a lot of people are going to be saying that they're dying of unknown causes. They're going to use that excuse a lot. And the thing is, is what's also happening is, and, and I talked about this on a previous show, is this so-called vaccine, which isn't a vaccine at all, destroys your immune system. So it leaves your body open to, you know, normally our bodies are really, really efficient at, uh, at wiping out things that are constantly trying to attack us, Const- things that are around us everywhere we go. I mean, whether you guys like it or not, wherever you go, whatever surface you touch, whatever air you're breathing, there is stuff everywhere. It's everywhere. And, and that stu- your body is constantly just dealing with that stuff routine, routinely. Right, right, right. You know? So how does it exactly attack your immune system? It, the, the, it actually genetically modifies your, your body. Your the, DNA. Your DNA. The, 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 the functions that are in your body that actually fight off diseases, it turns it off. That's why you're going to hear people like having people that were like maybe in remission from cancer. It's going to come back really, well, really and, fierce. And this is what I find interesting because, you know, I'm um, Native American of Navajo and Zuni um, uh, tribal uh, ancestry. Um, but, you know, how this played out on the reservation, which had the highest, some of the highest COVID death rates, but yet we weren't talking about what you can do, what especially Native Americans that were high risk with uh, high blood sugar levels, maybe not eat so much, you know, sugar, preventative measures, get your vitamin D, exercise, all of those things were never mentioned. Um, and, and our bodies, you're right, our bodies do have a natural capacity to fight off illness. But when we're not um, ed- educating ourselves about that, um, you know, you can get more sick, unfortunately. Um, but I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer, and this is one of the reasons why I was very hesitant myself about a lot of these issues. I, I, I think that, um, you know, holistic uh, and preventative medicine is the best approach personally. And, uh, you know, I, now you see, you know, people that are, are vegan and healthy and organic, this and that and grass fed, but yet they're, they're <laughs> opening themselves up to a foreign substance in their body and with the potential for uh, the gene disruption. So by oh, yeah. preventative medicine, you're not talking about the jab, right? Right, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. Just in terms of, you know, um, what you can do to boost your immune system and what you can do to, you know, again, sunlight, vitamin D, all these things, all of these preventative measures were never really talked, discussed by our elected officials. But yet every day the governor was pushing the vaccine. They were pushing uh, social distancing and uh, the lockdowns, right? Remember when we were all standing outside in the middle of the cold? uh, At Walmart (laughs) waiting for a loaf of bread. bread I mean, (laughs) 
<laughs> the bread lines. Yes. Who can forget the b- bread lines in New Mexico? I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, the bread lines. I was, uh, I you know, I, and it's amazing that New Mexico was under lockdown the longest of any state. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh huh. Well, you know, I believe that New Mexico is used as a petri dish to try every radical policy that there is. Sure. Well, and then yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what was the outcome? We had some of the worst outcomes. As yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. You know, with those, some of the most tyrannical or draconian policies in the country. Um, so I think it's safe to have a conversation. Is this just about uh, public health or is this about control? Is this just about, you know, um, those sorts of things that, that we saw play out here in New Mexico, as you said? Well, we, you know, you know, you talked about things that you do to keep yourself healthy, okay, so that you don't get sick, you know, and I talked about our bodies are really, really good at fighting things off on their own. Things like getting sunlight, okay, getting sunlight makes your body produce vitamin D. Exercise, you know, what was the governor doing? Oh, she shut down the parks. She shut down the gyms. The gyms. Oh, we don't want people exercising. Right. We don't want them exercising. And we don't want people outside getting sunlight. Well, what about the fact that they also, yes, exactly, that they also, um, uh, some states actually outlawed the use of the therapeutics like ivermectin. Oh, yeah. Uh, and what was the other one? I can't oh, remember. Oh, uh, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are, is it okay to ask? Like, why did we go there? What was that all yeah, about? Why really? would we ban something that was actually helping? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have a feeling that if the if the new House of Representatives does what they say they're going to do, they're going to investigate all that. I think the people deserve answers and I think they do. And I think, you know, we have sometimes we all have a short term term memory, but let's never forget um, how the power was abused, how churches were closed. Mm -hmm. But yet we were allowing abortions all the way up to the moment of birth here in New Mexico that we were forced to stand outside and two hour lines in the middle of winter. The elderly, you know, I was very involved in that, uh, just bringing awareness to that because I was hearing from elderly uh, folks that you know are on fixed incomes that were standing in line uh, an elderly man had to relieve himself because he didn't you know in a public parking lot or whatever because he didn't want to lose a sp- spot in line like how disgusting was that well you know I, I experienced that myself at the uh, Walmart in Edgewood when all that was going on and I was out there one day and there was a line like going out all the way out there and it was like two hours to get into Walmart and there were old people out there and by the way on that particular day it was like below freezing it was right. like it was like twenty degrees. So how is that supposed to be about public health? Yeah, would, not wouldn't it have been better to let the small businesses stay open and let them uh, handle the cr- overflow instead of giving it all just to Walmart? That was the only well, place allowed to be open. That's an excellent point. And yeah. and you saw the lar- one of the largest transfers of wealth mm-hmm. um, that we've seen in years and decades uh, take place under these lockdowns, under these mandates. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there were a lot of and, people making money. Well, it's the big corporations, mm-hmm. right? That the the the, the left um, demonizes, right? They're, they're supposedly against corporate power, corporate wealth, and big corporations. Yet those were the the very entities that were empowered the most. Mm-hmm. Well, small businesses had to shut down. And here's what's interesting here in New Mexico with um, a lot of our restaurants that had struggled at the time. Uh, they they lo- look at all the businesses that lost money during the shutdowns. Oh yeah. And they were just left to fend for themselves for the most part. Yes, you could have applied for a PPP loan, but, you know, 
it, it was, was easier to just close down, Well, which is know, what happened. You know, the point I made when all this was going on is that people, I mean, throughout my entire lifetime, I have always had the idea, and I think everybody else did too, when people go and they invest their entire fortune, their retirement, or whatever they have into a business, Exactly. They never think about, they, they think, okay, I pay my taxes, I, I, I run a legal business, I do what I'm supposed to do, and, and, and things will be great. Nobody ever imagined the government would come in and tell you, you have to close your business. It's like nobody ever thought of that. It's like, what? And it's like, so I think that this is going to have a permanent impact on business going forward. People sure. are going to, before they invest their fortunes like that, this is going to really hurt small businesses especially. It's like at, after all of that that you've seen, and as far as we can see, no laws have been passed against that happening again. Would you be willing to take your entire retirement, invest it in a business, and, and just really, really think that – Maybe you wouldn't just have it all taken away at just a drop of a hat if the little tiny tyrant decided that, oh, well, I'm going to close you down. Well, I think a lot of folks um, don't understand. Unless, you know, I come from a family and really a legacy of small business owners. I grew up working in my dad's Indian jewelry store. Um, and unless you grow up or you own a small business, you have no idea. Here in New Mexico, I think a lot of folks just assume that if you, oh, you own a business, you're rich. That's what everybody assumes. Everybody assumes that. I, I own my own business at one time, and the employees <laughs> I had at one time, which I don't have employees anymore, always thought that I was rich. Oh, oh, you get the lion's share you're of the money. It's like, uh, no, you have no idea. It's like, after I pay the taxes and I pay you, you bunch of ungrateful people after I pay you. There's hardly nothing and, left. And I pay for the utilities and I pay for all the supplies that we need. There every mo- week. Every week. Every week. Right? Many times Juggling. there is nothing left over and right. I don't get anything. Right, right, right. People don't realize that how difficult it is to run. And a they small don't business. realize too that small businesses pay a lot of taxes. The actually, the, oh, especially the, in New Mexico, especially here with the, the GRT. Fees, I tell, oh my gosh, I tell the small business owners that you are the killer. city's piggy bank. Yeah, when they need more money. They tax the small businesses. Of course. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, ladies, we're at the break. So um, after that, we're gonna. I'm, I want to cover some more of these breaking news events. There's so much stuff going on. Um, so we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. 
one-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Hey there, welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie. You are listening to Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I am here with my guest co-host, Stella Padilla, and our guest, Elisa Martinez, today. So we've been talking about some current events in the news. It's just, uh, I have such a long list of things. I mean, we'll never cover them all. And if I don't cover something that I'll, it'll be in my show notes. You can do a little research on it on your own. But I wanted to just quickly touch base again on these, on these deaths of famous people. This is stuff that the, the media just, they can't cover this up because if they don't report the story, then it's, it's just going to be really obvious that they're, they're not reporting news that people care about. People seem to really care about celebrities and famous people when, uh, when they die. It's like you just can't cover that up. Mm -hmm. So we had Lisa Marie Presley died at age 54. That was yesterday, which uh, would have been Thursday, of a cardiac arrest. Does that sound familiar? Very. Yeah. That's what they're all dropping dead from. Yeah. She dropped dropped from a cardiac arrest. They took her to the hospital, and short, shortly after that, she was pronounced dead. Um, 54 years old. Now, in the article I read, and I've read new, I, I did a lot of research. On, so I read it, these articles. I was looking for something that would indicate that she had some kind of ongoing heart issues. No mention whatsoever. Okay. Now, you know that if that would have been the case, they would have talked about it. You know it. Because the media would love to figure out some way to explain this away. And they have not mm -hmm. come up with anything. And I, I believe a lack of an explanation is usually an explanation in itself. Well, and then we have a right and every duty to look at patterns because, uh, you know, wherever you're at on this issue, you know, it's a, it's a concern. You know, anti-vaxxers or whatever you want to call them are just as concerned about the deaths of these individuals. And um, we all have a right and duty to understand uh, the source, the cause, right, the implications. Um, and, you know, and what people can do preventatively now that we have more information. 
Well, right? Isn't that how science is supposed to work? It's supposed to. <laughs> and you know, you know, another thing: how an honest media is supposed to work. If we had an honest media, they would be looking at everything. It's like, okay, right. so is there a connection between this and the jab? They would be looking into this, you know. But no, they're not. They're avoiding this. I don't think they're allowed to talk about it. I don't think so. They no, either. they shut them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just like again, and, and I know we're going to talk. Ta- touch upon this a little bit more later in the program but you know a lot of this information was coming out with the twitter files release and if your listeners aren't aware um, you know since elon musk has has taken ownership of twitter he's releasing uh you know some of the inside documents that have pertained to the government uh dr fauci uh and media leftist media that was seeking to suppress information in Mm -hmm. particular about covid and the vaccines yeah, that's a real thing. I mean, you can't deny it because it's right there in print, and it actually happened. It's for real. Yeah, I, it, it amazes me because I'm on Twitter myself, and I'm still seeing people on Twitter denying that any of that happened. And it's like, I'm sorry, it's right here in print. You see the conversation. Right, right. So then we also had, you know, I've been watching. I, I saw this happened yesterday. So yesterday, Thursday, we had Lisa Marie Presley die. We also had... Supermodel, and I hope I pronounce her name right, Tatjana Petitz, hmm. P-A-T-I. I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, 56 years old, Tatiana. died from an unspecified, quote, illness. Not telling you what. They're not telling you what it is. Unspecified illness. And then we had somebody that a lot of you, I'm sure, know who she is. Lynette Hardaway, better known as Diamond from Diamond and Silk. She died at 51. Cause of death unknown. Why aren't they telling us? And then wasn't there a couple of athletes uh, as well in the last week or so? Well, there was uh, there was Dame, uh, Dem- other than Dem- Demar, Demar. Uh, Hamlin dropped from a stroke during a football game. Now, right. So that made headlines because everyone was watching it in real time. But I think there was it. another athlete incident also in the last week <clears throat> I didn't but catch i can't that recall one. yeah okay if you come up with that let me know i think a total of over 200 have already died yeah uh-huh yeah there's a lot more than that mm-hmm. you know there's a lot more than that that's these, just these, crazy these, these are just the ones that they can't avoid telling you about these are the ones that was like right out there for everybody to see and they can't cover it up but there are many many others so Anything else you want to talk about on that one, on that topic? Uh, well, I just pulled up on? this um, Tatiana Petitz, and she was a supermodel, a German model and actress. She achieved international prominence in the 80s. Um, very, again, another high-profile death at, how, 56, 54? I mean, that's, uh, anymore, that's like middle age. 56, yeah. That's later. She's young. I mean, that's By today's young. standards, 56 is young. Right. Yeah. 50s is the new and this is this is 30s. another 30s <laughs> yeah. i think another um concern from the outset of this the, the the approach for the public health uh in terms of of some of the mandates and the vaccine mandates i never understood why our athletes who are in the prime of their health um probably one of the lowest risk groups on the planet <clears throat> excuse me were forced uh to abide by certain vaccine mandates that None of this part is logical. didn't make sense to me no. same thing with children mm-hmm. and you know i think a lot of those folks had they been given an option would have rather taken their chances with covid 
um, you know, uh, quarantine themselves and at least have the immunity, right? Like that tennis player, that well-known tennis player that's refused. Exactly. And they banned him from playing tennis. And from traveling internationally. Yeah. So. And you don't hear about him dropping dead from anything. He's just fine. The worst part is that now they're getting vaccines for children six months old. It's disgusting. At six months. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like putting your child to sleep, it feels like, yeah, it's like unbelievable that they could do that. Well, and, and again, the bottom line is that we didn't have um, the long-term studies and impacts of the implications um, and do the, you know, the side effects that would outlet, outweigh right your risk mm-hmm. of just contracting covid well you know the, the most alarming thing to me actually was that the new co- a new uh, virus that they're setting free on us now they said that the symptoms are aches and pains if you have aches and pains you've got it who do you know that wakes up every morning that doesn't have aches and pains <laughs> you know i wake up with my back a little bit it's like yeah, my I, hips. I, I started putting a pillow under my knees and it's like that seems to help a lot but i wake up like oh god that great, hurts that first great i have like, to look I, forward to that i'm not there yet <laughs> i just wake up really tired every morning <laughs> no my 12 year old that's, that's my an girl has growing pains so her legs hurt all the time yeah she's going to be considered that covid virus thing. right right because yeah. she has growing pains but yeah. it's still a pain that's right it's, well it's, you know a lot of people nowadays i see this all the time it's like they get a little headache they get a little sniffle mm-hmm. anything oh my god do i need a covid test mm-hmm. it's like you know what i can tell you i have never had a single covid test ever and i never will when you I know? saw that big old long Q-tip, I said, stay away You're from me. You're not shoving well, that thing up into my brain. <laughs> yeah. No well, way. And then you had folks that, um, again, it was a requirement if they didn't uh, submit to the vaccine, vaccine mandate by their employer, had to get a weekly test. I know a lot of folks at UNM, a friend of mine had to do that every week at UNM. It's like getting um, a lobotomy. Individuals in the healthcare yeah. industry had well, to do that every week. And that swab itself is dangerous because they shove it right up there really close to where your bl- your brain is. I mean, face it, it's right up there close to your brain. And apparently the stuff that's on those swabs can actually uh, penetrate that barrier and get into your brain. And it does. Yeah, that just sounds scary. Those swabs actually have (laughs) graphene oxide on them, too. They've been tested. It's crazy. Um, Well, and another uh, factoid that I came across, and I can't pull it up just at the moment, but uh, some of these, you know, there's, there's evidence and maybe a study out there that some of the boosters uh, are, are actually increasing your chance of getting COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard your chances uh, increase dramatically when you get a booster. Anyway. Oh, and here's an interesting story I've been seeing the other day. Okay. Um, with Biden. Okay. Now they're finding that Biden, while he was vice president for Obama, had classified documents in his possession. And when Obama was no longer president, he, he still had them. And he they found them, them recently. In his garage. They're in his garage. But don't worry. His, his His garage is locked in there with his Corvette. Well, I heard also on the news, uh, I actually there's a Twitter uh, tweet that they planted it on him because he's unwinnable for the 2024. Right. They're saying it was planted. So they're saying that his own party planted it on him, hoping to get Kamala in there so she can get Gavin Newsom to be vice president. Kamala. That, and then we oh got Oh, my it God. All. Having Kamala. And, you know, I was listening. I was watching OAN this morning before I came in here. Mm-hmm. And Kamala, with that cackling, ridiculous 
fake laugh that she does. It's it, you know I talked about that at one point in time. Why people do that? It's either because they're lying or they're nervous. Very nervous. You know? mm-hmm. And so they're talking about. She's talking about electric school buses. Oh, 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 oh I'm just so excited about these electric school buses. And it's like, you know, can do. Do you remember when you're in school how excited you were about the school bus? It's like, no, not really. I mean. Who thinks school buses are exciting? Well, she wasn't very popular, you know, as a, as a presidential nominee. She got less than 1%, oh, yeah. I think, of the Democratic uh, uh, vote. But, um, yeah, she's not quite as polished and up to speed as a Gavin Newsom. I mean, Gavin Newsom, and I wonder what's more scary is you have, you know, a fully functioning uh, individual versus a non-functioning president Biden, what's more scary, Gavin Newsom or you know fully functioning, I, I think <laughs> or Biden non functionary functioning, yeah. and somebody you know unelected officials that uh, that are, are they're actually running the government right now now, and it's kind of like it's interesting because he gets so many passes for for the gaffes for the the the. The, the, the incorrect information um, that just spews out uh, when he goes off script or, or even when he's on script. Oh, he can't even read a teleprompter pro- uh, properly. He even right. gets tripped up on that. Right. Right. I mean, and we're know? seeing his, his cognitive and mental de- decline in, in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't know what's what's more threatening. Um, I think what's more <laughs> I think Gavin thre- Newsom is very, very concerning yeah, and most, alarming. The me. most threatening thing to me with Gavin Newsom is that law that they just passed about uh, transgender children, that you can take them from any state without the parent's permission or knowledge and take them to California and start uh, transgender treatments, you know, whatever they do, vitamins or hormones, and start there. And the parent has no rights anymore. Well, Stan, we don't want to get into that yet because yeah. that's like a whole topic. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I, I imagine this guy becoming president of the United States. He's a fright. That's a scary thing. Yeah. We're going to talk about You know, I've actually got that entire um, bill mm-hmm. that was passed in California that we're going to talk about in the third hour in which, yeah, so anyway, you're not going to want to miss that one at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think, Elise, you've got a point there. It's like, do we want somebody that can't think or we do we want somebody that actually can think that's actually going to try to really cognitively push some of these radical policies? You know, like, you know, Biden is, is claiming, well, I didn't know anything about uh, those documents. Right. It's like, OK, now I, I thought about this myself. It's like because I've worked for the federal government myself. I worked at the air traffic control center, which they had a disaster the other day, too, which we'll go into that in a minute, too, because I have a little bit of inside yeah. information on that one that I can talk about. OK, but <clears throat> the thing is, does Biden know anything? That's the question. No, he doesn't know anything. It's like but. But the thing is, well, and it, it allows this opportunity for plausible deniability, right? right. So that's that he that he doesn't know anything. Yeah, yeah, correct. He doesn't know anything, or he doesn't know what's going on. So he continues to get a pass, right? You know, and it's but ridiculous. Yet he gets a pass on that. It's like, well, it's just Joe. He doesn't, you know, he's cognitively impaired. Well, then why is he president of the United <laughs> exactly. States? That's the question exactly. I have. You know, exactly. But you know, the thing is, there was. There was a, uh, I was listening to this Democrat politician the other day on the news, and he was talking about, about, well, you know, that, well, this evidence could possibly be planted. And it's like, well, okay, here's the question I have for you. Why weren't you guys saying that when Trump was being accused of this, that, oh, well, they planted that? It's like, why did you not consider that at least as a possibility? And another thing, too, is that remember how they raided Mar-a-Lago? Right. In the in the at the crack of dawn, they had you know a, a team of armed FBI agents raiding it. They went through 
uh, Melania's underwear drawer. They went through Baron's room. Right. I mean, room. it was on it's it was like, on the news for the you know they were hyperventilating for right. for days and days and days. So, and, so why aren't they doing that to Biden? Why aren't they going and through Doctor Jill's underwear underwear drawer? Exactly. Also, I where, mean, where, when will the FBI yeah. uh, raid Joe Biden's private residence? And and additionally, there's a huge distinction here because you have a lot of you know Biden apologists and, and folks maybe that just don't want to admit what a disaster he is um, as a president. Um, trying to claim, well, you know, it's not the same, and yeah, well, yeah, it's not because Biden. This is a huge distinction in terms of of how classified documents are to be handled. He was not the president at the time. Well, yeah, and here's the thing: he okay? shouldn't have had access and and held on to any of those documents, right? And my understanding. Here's the thing: it's like when I worked for the FAA. Okay, classified documents, they're 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 very very carefully controlled. Okay. You don't just walk out of the building with them. It's like, so the question I've got is how did Biden just walk out of wherever he got these classified documents from and take, how did they end up in his garage? I mean, for him to say that he doesn't know, know they're in his garage. Well, if he didn't know they were in, how did, how did they get there? Right. How could he not know? And he as a vice president, he was not the president right. at the time. He had no legal authority to remove those documents from wherever they were. So and do you feel that it is a setup from the party? Is that what we're coming to, oh, the I, conclusion? I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't I mean, know. you're hearing that speculation and chatter yeah. on Twitter. A lot of folks are saying that, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's clearing the path. They want to get rid of Biden. Um, I think the, uh, d- the d- Attorney General Garland has already launched an investigation into mm-hmm. this. Um, so they're at least they're they're doing the right thing. Um, yeah. We do deserve answers there. Um, but but yeah, I have heard that chatter on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, who knows? I. I don't put anything past the government anymore. I do not trust them in any way whatsoever. It's like after everything we've seen over the past few years in which they have been caught in so many lies, I I don't trust our government anymore. I, well, we should have a healthy distrust of government. Yeah. You know, it's 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 um it's our 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 birthright as American citizens. That's exactly what the founders instilled into the constitution um to empower our individual rights against government uh and i think it's how especially again as a native american <laughs> um i have also have a distrust of of government a healthy distrust as we all should i think well if you don't you're being careless with your life yeah yeah so the story that i that came out uh, i don't know within the past few days about <clears throat> the federal government uh, moving to ban gas stoves across the u.s over <laughs> health hazards everything is going to be done now for public health Mm -hmm. they they've they've opened the door on that and now that's like a common term that they use for everything it's like they you know it's 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 for the environment or it's because of public health like they really care about your public health here's the interesting thing about this okay they've been moving to get rid of you know they were talking about moving to get rid of gas stoves They've been, I've even heard stories of them trying to, in, in some places in the country, them trying to prevent people from having wood-burning stoves in their house. They're working to get rid of Well, gas- they definitely are trying to get rid of coal as well, right? Yeah, they're <clears throat> trying to get rid of coal. They're trying to get rid of gasoline-powered cars. Here's an interesting thing to think about, okay? So if you, you know, if you've been paying attention, you notice that probably over the past few years or so, the electric company has installed what they called a smart meter on your house. 
it's the electric meter on the house in which they can remotely turn off your electricity if they want. Now, we learned from the... So you, it used to be where they would have to come on they site, have to come send the guy out, you know, with the, the tool belt and, right. and, 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 you and know, pull, pull the thing off the meter and they'd have to take the... <laughs> and take now they, the do it from, right, they do right. it from over and there. They, yeah. they also, and actually, they also had to send you a notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now? But mm-hmm. now what you're saying is is the... the Techno- t- they have the technology or ability to just flip a switch and they shut do. you down. Yeah, instantly. That's that's concerning. And you I know, <laughs> we were we were helping fight this battle with Backstreet Grill when the governor was being you know all tyrannical and shutting down businesses across the state, and and we did everything we could, and they stayed open, <clears throat> and they fought back. So but, set it up, set it up. So if, if people don't know, so during the lockdowns, mm-hmm. uh, there was a mandate on uh, restaurants yeah. not being able to be open to the public, right? Well, and then there was a the thing that when they did let them be open to the public, they said, well, if you're open, then I'll, everybody has to wear a mask and you have to force your all of your customers to wear a mask. And eat outside. Until you sit down. Yeah. But Until then, you sit then, down. Because then the COVID shuts off. Because you can't off. shove food in your mouth if you've got a mask on, obviously. <laughs> so it was kind of like a way as you Mexicans really that we were able to feel some sense of freedom and be out in public with one another yeah um but so so it was during that time yes it was Um. and so (laughs) they refused to comply they stayed open for starters and not only did they stay open but they refused to wear a mask and they refused to make their customers wear a mask they refused all the mandates. They said, no, we're not going to do it. Okay. Well, you know, she That's went right. after these people, sending every government agent she, she could think of, including the EPA, out there to try to shut them down. They refused. They stayed open. And it finally got – this went on, and, and we were gathering uh, our freedom groups there. We were keeping them busy every single day. I mean, they were packed every single day. We even had people from our groups actually volunteering to serve tables there. I mean, we did everything we could to keep them open. Well, finally, when none of that was working, the governor says, well, we're going to turn off your electricity and your water. Well, so she kept escalating, though, like sending out the threats. Mm-hmm. And this was in the somewhat in the news. Yeah. Yeah. All um, over the news. All over the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had other folks, other business owners across the state. I remember, I think it was Silver City or Socorro. There was a, a hotel. Uh, I'm sorry. A, yeah, it was a boutique hotel that was slapped with fines of like five, ten thousand dollar fines for remaining open. Churches, you know, you know, churches were slapped with fines, you know. But anyway, so the point I'm going to make on this is that the governor, apparently, if you don't do what you're told by her illegal mandates, she can turn off your electricity, have your electricity turned off. Now, think about this, okay? They want, they're pushing everybody to go electricity. They want to get rid of your gas uh, gas stoves. They want to get so rid of your- So it's the same thing with the electric cars, electric right? Cars. You have to plug in. Right in there. And and the, you saw that huge, um, it's a huge problem that, that rose to the surface in California when <laughs> they were having problems with regular electric as, ele- electricity access in your homes. So they had to go on a, a, a you know, a- um, Cut off the cars. Yeah, cars yeah, couldn't yeah, charge. Yeah, so the cars couldn't yeah. charge. And, and, and I think there's a lot of challenges there too because you can only, you know, you can't just drive for eight hours or 12 hours or whatever. You, you need to stop and charge your car, right? Well, yes, and there's something I want to mention about that after I finish making this point. I, I'm going to keep that one on my mind. The thing is, is that if we go everything electric, cars are electric, your house is all electric, they take away your gas stoves, they take away your wood-burning stoves, and 
you decide the government gets all tyrannical again, and they tell you to do something, <laughs> and you don't want to comply in the dead of the winter. It could be like freezing temperatures. They're going to say, well, fine. If you want to, don't want to comply, we're going to turn off your electricity so you can freeze. And then you don't have your wood-burning stove or your gas stove, so you can't cook. You can't keep yourself warm unless you've got electricity. If, if everybody's all electric, they have total control. And not only so that. that's what you're saying. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Wow. And, and the thing is, new cars, the brand new cars that are out, I don't know how, how new the car is that you have, but brand new cars, they're all connected. They're connected. Well, and they want to phase out. I mean, eventually, what, what, what is so here in New Mexico, we passed a Green New Deal back in 2019, which is called the Energy Transition Act. So we are in the middle of, of the rollout of this Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't know if there's a provision in that particular bill, bill for ending all gas cars by 3035, but that's where they're, that's where all this is going. Is oh, that We're not oh, going to yeah. have gas-powered vehicles. It's all going electric. Oh, yeah. And to your point with the electric stove, um, our, our Maryland um, resident senator, <laughs> Martin Heinrich, was leading the charge on calling for abolishment of of gas stoves i mean this is how ridiculous it is and 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 you can tell whenever it's kind of um uh 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 orchestrated because then everyone all of a sudden you know we had AOC demonizing gas stoves even though she's used a gas stove in the past mm-hmm. Jill Biden's using gas stoves everyone knows and anyone that cooks knows that a gas stove is superior oh they're fantastic yeah a lot of chefs prefer gas stoves I think every chef I've ever known I don't yeah. I don't know of a single chef yeah <laughs> um or person that likes to cook is is well you know every restaurant comfortable I've using electric. and seen in their kitchen they all have gas stoves right. every single one of them right and then here in New Mexico it's one of our leading industries mm-hmm. natural gas in fact um you know up in the four corners area there's probably en- enough natural gas there um to to export it uh as a source of energy in, even into Mexico uh, and why are we not looking at these options? No, we have a lot because of we gas. don't. Right, we don't want to go there. We are demonizing uh, these industries. It's all about control. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and like I was going to say, there even the electric cars—they're all connected. They can even literally turn off your electric car remotely if they want to. And, and some of the electric That's cars that are more advanced scary. that have, have, have wow. the auto drive, they I can literally drive your car, I didn't know take that. over control of it, and drive it to the police station while you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and not just the cars. I mean, the fire engines are going to go electric. Right. Ambulances. Oh, oh that's right. Kamala oh, wants to do all the school buses, right? Yeah. Electric convert, school buses. Electric she was giggling and laughing about electric school buses. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? You know, and they're wanting farmers to have electric tractors. You know, here's here's an interesting thing. I went to Ohio for for Christmas to visit my mom this year, and it was like below. It was like zero to minus five all the way there. Yeah, it's really cold. There was a part of the highway I was on in which traffic stopped on the highway, and this was going through I think Missouri because multiple trucks were crashing on the highway because of the high winds and the slick roads and the storm that was going through mm-hmm. at that time. They were flipped over, burned up on the side of the road, crashed into guardrails, crashed into each other. I've never seen so many crash trucks in my life. We were sitting there on that highway for almost three hours with the traffic stopped, and it was below zero, and I had to have my keep my car running in order to stay warm. Otherwise, I would literally would have froze to right, death. Okay, right. here's an interesting thing that people don't realize about electric cars. Okay, heaters use an enormous amount of energy 
Okay, people don't think about gas-powered automobiles this I did way. not know that either. Oh, yeah, they do. It's like you turn that heater on, that, that right, it sucks time your, just goes sucks down gas, like you wouldn't believe. But it sucks your electricity from your electric sucks car. Your electric so, from, you're gonna, yes. so more people are going to freeze to yes. death. That's heaters use an enormous amount of energy. So automobiles, gas-powered automobiles, they're like rolling power plants. They, they generate enormous amounts of energy. I don't think people realize that, that an automobile is a is a power generating machine it's got like an alternating well, alternator well i think we implicitly like understand that but we probably take it for granted people i don't think i mean people i think realize people, it. i mean and, i think they do and they, <laughs> and they and they and they they heat water and they make heat and they do all of these things electric cars don't do any of that stuff okay they're running on batteries the whole time what? so hey guys we, we're what? at the end of the hour okay we'll be back and in the next hour i've got a bunch of stuff i want to talk about we want to get into the um the new rules package for the house. That's very, very interesting. So we'll be back. 